revamping and redefining the way we look at our careers. This is Career Revamp, where we discuss all things careers and how to have the career you always dreamed of. Helping you go from settling to soaring and planning your career on your own terms. Now, here's the host of the show, Alicia Perkins. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Career Revamp. I'm your podcast host, Alicia Perkins, and I teach stuck professionals how to stop settling for less, see their value, and increase their salary while honoring their boundaries. And so welcome back, guys, to another episode, another week. Hope you guys are doing well. We are going to be talking about today, I'm pretty sure everybody's already heard this term, quiet quitting. And I just want to kind of share my thoughts about it. It's probably going to be a lot different than what probably you think and also what you've been hearing just online as well. And so for those of you who may not know what quiet quitting is, it's like the new trend or whatever to where somebody is not doing the work that they were not paid to do. So it's like, I guess people are trying to get more of a handle on work-life balance and get like, you know, more control over what they do at work. And y'all, this is like, you know, this is what I talk about. This is what I preach. This is what my business is built upon. But the only issue I have with this new trend or movement, whatever you want to call it, is that people are acting like, you know, that this sets the bar, right? And it really is the bare minimum, (laughs) right? When people are like, so on this trend, like, oh yeah, you know, what I'm going to do is make sure I'm not doing anything that I'm not paid to do. It's just giving low expectations. It's giving, yeah, that's that's what you should have been doing a long time ago. And it's really giving, you're not doing anything special, right? And again, this is not to bash the movement, right? But it just says a lot of what we think. How can I say? It's like, it just says a lot that we think this standard is so high. I'll say it like this, right? It says a lot that we think that for us only wanting to work what we're being paid for is such a high standard. And that's just the bare minimum. And it's just like, you know, if you guys ask for less, then you'll get less. I'll say that, right? So I kind of want, you know, my audience just to kind of think a little bit higher than that. You know, it's kind of like when people say that they want to find a job where they are paid their worth and, you know, and they desire to have, you know, a boss that shows them respect, bare minimum, bare minimum, right? So the whole quiet quitting trend is definitely telling that people lack the ability or the power or just even, I guess, the understanding of setting work boundaries. And so I don't want you guys thinking that you being able to set boundaries at work is just such this great high aim or goal, right? This is like the bare minimum of what you guys should be doing at work, right? You should not be doing work that you're, you are not getting paid to do. And if you are deciding to take on a couple of extra assignments, because maybe you are wanting to receive an advancement, hey, be strategic with it, right? But just the fact that people are thinking that, you know, them, I guess, standing their ground deserves some kind of hoorah. No, this is something that you already should have been doing a long time ago. And so let's talk a little bit about that, right? Let's talk a little bit about what setting boundaries at work is and what that can look like for you. Because I tell people, you cannot get mad at somebody not honoring a boundary of yours that you have not made known. I'll say that again. You cannot get mad at somebody for not honoring a boundary 
that they don't know anything about, right? And so I think those work boundaries are very, very important, right? Because you'll find yourself being frustrated at work every day because you feel like the people around you aren't showing you respect and they're not treating you the way that you think that you deserve, but you haven't said nothing, friend, right? And people can't read your mind and you can't assume that everybody knows what your expectations are. So let's just talk a little bit about work boundaries and how to set them, not only how to set them, y'all, but to protect them. Because once you set a boundary, that's not the end of it, right? You have to make sure that the boundary is being respected. And, you know, when you think about the boundaries, the boundaries is not for other people, it's for you, right? And so let's talk about that and let's see what that actually looks like, right? So let's talk about like different kinds of boundaries. You have mental boundaries, right? And what that means is that you are wanting to just protect the things that you allow in your mind. Then you have emotional boundaries where you are wanting to protect how maybe somebody is able to like make you feel, right? And then you literally have physical boundaries where like, I don't want to be touched this way or whether you not, you know, just certain maybe guidelines within your, your life. And at work, what that can look like is I don't want to hug nobody at work. I'd rather just have a handshake. Or, or maybe you like, you know what, I'd rather keep all work events before six o'clock. So, you know, there's different types of boundaries that you need to have. But first, you need to see, like, at what point or what action does it take for me to feel like a boundary needs to be put in place, right? Because when you think about a boundary, a boundary is not something that you just kind of like pull out of the sky, but you need to know why you are wanting to put these particular boundaries in place. So with setting boundaries, the first thing you want to look at, it, you want to really just assess your personal boundaries first, right? When you think about boundaries, a lot of times they will come from your own personal beliefs. They will come from your values and it will also just come from maybe different priorities that you have set in life. And so you may have boundaries at work, you may have it at your home life, you may have it with your relationships. Really everywhere you go, there's going to be some kind of boundary. Even if you're at the grocery store standing in line and you're like, I don't like the person behind me like being like right, right on my neck. (laughs) So if you like it, you please back up, right? That is a boundary, right? That is along the lines of a physical boundary. But the, one of the most important steps about having a boundary is you got to communicate them, right? Like I said before, nobody is a mind reader. Nobody can just guess how you feel about certain things. Everybody does not know what makes you feel unsafe. You're going to have to be able to really speak up and let people know what particular boundaries you have in place. And you don't have to be rude when you do this. And one of the things about you being upfront about these priorities and how that may look like at work is like, hey guys, you guys know that my work day ends at five o'clock. So if you guys do send me any emails or any text messages, just know that I would not be responding back to any of those until the next following work day, right? It's just something simple. It doesn't have to be disrespectful. You don't have to be, you know, have to come in and be upset and all that stuff. Just simply letting people know where to draw the line. Now, when those boundaries are not being respected, well, that definitely takes another course of action, but you just got to be sure on your part that you are being able to effectively communicate what those boundaries look like for you. 
And it's not just about you being able to express what the boundaries are. It's about you being able to express them clearly. Like when I was saying earlier, you know, if something makes you feel disrespected, you just can't say, oh, when you did that, they make me feel very disrespected. You need to be able to know what about that or what part of you feels disrespected when that person does that certain thing. So now when the situation has to be addressed, you're able to clearly communicate to them what it is that you don't like. And in the same breath, you're telling somebody what it is that you don't like. You need to be able to tell them what is it that you like them to do. Because we think, because I've told you what I don't like, we think the person's going to automatically know what's right. No, right? We want to talk about clear communication. We want to talk about you not only knowing what I don't like, but I also want you to know what I do like or what I do find acceptable. And let me say this, guys, you know, because if you're having to work with people, people have different personalities. And that's why you have to get really clear on is somebody being disrespectful or just somebody getting on your nerves? Because that's not the same thing. <laughs> right? We want to feel like sometimes like, oh, it's just, oh, you know, because it's just some personalities can be a little bit harder to deal with. And, you know, when you don't really, I hate to say mesh well, but when certain personalities are not a personality that you would necessarily prefer it can seem like everything they do is disrespectful but the root of that so-called disrespect is just that you're frustrated just that they just they annoy you and so you got to be able to see wait a minute are they really doing something that's really wrong or is it just that they are just annoying to me because those emotions can feel almost the same but they're not because the reality is that just because somebody does something that you don't like doesn't mean that they're doing something wrong. I'm going to say that again. Just because somebody does something that you don't like doesn't mean that they're doing something wrong. And a part of you is going to have to embrace and understand that when you're working with different personalities that everybody may not act as though you feel like they should. Now, I'm not talking about somebody who is who is wanting to cause you harm or who is wanting to call you out of your name or somebody that's stopping you from doing your job. I'm just saying that you cannot expect that you would necessarily enjoy working with everybody because that just may not be the case. It's going to be people that you just necessarily just, not that you don't like them, but you're just like, hmm, they're very interesting. <laughs> right? And so I think a part of being mature is being able to maneuver and be around and engage with different personality types. And it doesn't always have to be a issue, right? Just knowing how to have good relations with people, right? Because you can have good relations with people and you guys are not the best of friends and that's okay. You should not feel pressured to have to be best friends with everybody who you work with because you don't have to be best friends with everybody who you work with. But at the same time, we have to be mature enough to know, okay, you know what? I may not necessarily like the way that you do this, but I can still have a harmonious work relationship with you because we don't want to use our boundaries as a way just to get everybody to do everything that we think that they should do because people are grown and people are going to do what they want to do. So when you're talking about having clear boundaries. We don't just have boundaries to have our way in every situation, but we just have boundaries to make sure that the environments that we are in 
that we are able to operate, like I said, in harmoniously, right? And so when you set boundaries, don't just think about yourself. You also kind of want to think about the other person, right? And I'm not saying to create a boundary that makes them happy, but at the same time, you got to see when it comes to this particular boundary at work, is this reasonable? I mean, again, you have the power to decide what do you want to deal with at work? Because every job you have, there's going to be an issue, right? But you have the power to decide what is it that you choose to deal with. But I will say this, if you're on job three and four and you know, you're realizing, hey, I keep having the same issue everywhere I go, you need to ask yourself, why is it that I keep attracting these same environments, right? Or maybe you need to ask yourself, why am I always taking these things so personal? Because it's easy to, how can I say it? It's easy to look at everybody else, right? But I think what comes with growth and maturity is when we can look at ourselves and say, you know what? Am I overreacting in this situation, right? This is not to deflect or even gaslight any kind of emotions or problems that you could possibly be facing at work. But this is just to making sure that the picture is being looked at as a whole, right? Because I've been on both sides of this. I've been on both sides to where I've had, had to enforce boundaries at work. But on the other hand, I have had times when I just wanted things to be my way, right? And you got to realize, again, when you're working with other people, that you're going to have to bend some, right? We're not talking about you having to compromise your values or integrity. I'm not talking about that, right? But it's just certain things that you may not be able to have your way in. because, And that's just the reality of having a full-time job. I tell people, if you have that much particular expectation, I'm talking about high expectations. I'm talking about you just want everybody to do what you want them to do. You want everything to go right. You probably need to own your own business. <laughs> right? You probably just need to just own your own business. So you're able to set the rules and control who you are around and control who you hire on and and who's on your team and just have a little bit more freedom. But if you choose to work a nine to five, which is perfectly fine, just start seeing, okay, wait a minute. Are there some things that I'm just being a little bit too particular about? And start to see if you can make the changes that need to be made. Now, One of the things that I know a lot of people suffer with that's still along the lines of boundaries is overworking themselves, right? They just refuse to speak up. They just keep piling on the work, piling on the work, right? Some people do it because they feel like if I pile on the work enough, they're going to think I'm amazing and awesome and they're going to want to keep me forever and they're going to want to give me more money and advance me and none of that stuff never happens, (laughs) right? And then a lot of us, you could just have a problem with just speaking up period in your life, right? And so you know that you're overworked. You know that, that, wait a minute, I'm doing far more beyond what I was hired to do, but you don't feel the need or you're afraid to stand up and just say, hey guys, like, what is this? Like, what is the plan for all this extra work? How long is this going to be going on? Why am I doing the jobs of two people? And that's the thing, people don't realize You know, they feel like when you confront something that you got to come in and say, hey, stop doing all this right now. But just simply asking questions is a way of being able to confront something when you are afraid. 
right? Because you'd be like, Alicia, I could never say X, Y, and Z. Okay, well, just start by asking questions. Say, hey, I've noticed over the last several weeks that I have been given a lot of extra assignments. Is there something else that's happening? Is there an extra project going on that I don't know about? And how long do we foresee this happening, right? So now you've actually brought it up to them that, wait a minute, I see what y'all doing. I see that y'all pile on the work. Right. I also see that the other person who used to do this job, he don't work here no more, but now I'm getting all of his work. How long was this supposed to be going on for? Have you guys started to look for somebody else? Oh, okay. So that means that since I'm carrying on extra assignments and a whole nother job, will you guys be adjusting my pay? right? Asking questions, right? Because now that you ask questions, they now know that this is not acceptable, right? And once you start asking those questions, you need to definitely start seeing what is their response, right? Is their response like, yeah, we are in the works of hiring somebody else. Okay, great. Have you guys already started doing interviews? Like you're not letting them off the hook, but at the same time, you're still addressing the manner in a respectable way and you're still able to work through the fear, right? But you're still getting the answers that you need. And so, you know, being silent is never the answer, right? Being silent is never the answer because when it comes to these companies, they will do it just as long as you allow it. And I tell people the earlier that you can speak up, the better. And that's why it's just... One of the most important things about setting a boundary is learning how to say no. And you can say no at work. I don't know why people feel like they can't. They feel like if I say no at work, I'm being disrespectful. If I say no at work, I'm probably going to get fired. And none of that is true. Again, if something is happening at work and you don't understand, you start to ask questions. And as you're getting answers to your questions, and if these answers are outside of the scope of the work that you were hired to do, now it's time to discuss a plan, okay? What is the plan for this? Because when you ask what is the plan, what, how long do you foresee this, you, you are letting them know that this is not acceptable, right? And this cannot continue to go on. But it's okay to say no. And if you feel like you're working in an environment that you cannot say no, then something's wrong. I'm going to go ahead and wrap up this episode. But one boundary that a lot of y'all need to start putting in place at work is taking your PTO. Take the PTO. Take the PTO. I don't care if you don't have nowhere to go. Go in your bed and just rest. That's your PTO. (laughs) That's a boundary I think everybody needs. I think that should be the number one boundary on everybody's list. I will take my PTO. And you should not have to feel like, that's the thing, y'all. Your PTO is yours. When they hired you, they gave you a compensation package. They said, we're going to pay you X, Y, and Z amount of money. We're going to give you these this kind of health insurance. We're going to give you X, Y, and Z amount of days off. Those are your PTO days. And so when you start feeling like, do I deserve to take this day off? Oh, I don't know. They're yours. That is yours. You don't have to necessarily, now I'm going to say necessarily, because I know sometimes you do have to work for some positions. You do have to work a certain amount of time in order to get a certain amount of PTO. But once they hired you on, they're yours. And so I want you guys to really start to take advantage of your PTO and use it. Because I think I read a stat like 40% of people, no, 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 it was not 40. It was 56% of people do not use all of their PTO. I'm just like, how? I remember when I worked in corporate, baby, I used all my PTO and more. (laughs) I had days when I was off and I was not getting paid. And guess what? I was just fine. Because I really, really think that when you don't take your PTO, you are definitely letting them know that your personal life does not matter. 
that your time away from work does not matter. And that's not the truth, right? So I definitely want you guys to be sure that you are taking your PTO. And so I hope this podcast episode was able to encourage you to start setting the boundaries, stop being scared, start speaking up for yourself. But again, at the same time, realizing that you are working with other people and everything can't always go your way. So guys, remember that if you have any podcast topics that you are wanting to hear about on the show, go ahead and email those to me at hello at I am Alicia Perkins. If you have not signed up yet to my newsletter, Career Tea, you are missing out because I drop exclusive content to my email tribe every week. You can definitely find more information about that in the show notes or you can go to careertea.me. That is careertea.me. All right, guys, I'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to this episode of Career Revamp. You can listen to this on demand wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can also find Alicia Perkins on all social media platforms or at IamAliciaPerkins.com.